Hello, everyone, and welcome to Devotional Life. This is Paul. And this is Jeannie. Welcome to our broadcast. Yes, welcome. <laughs> We're glad you joined us today. And we have a new verse for today, don't we? We do. This what is, do we have? It's from the Old Testament. Okay. Um, <laughs> Zephaniah, wow. chapter 3. And, uh, and as you read through Zephaniah, Zephaniah chapter 3, <clears throat> it's the Lord dealing with his kids and the kids have been mm, rebellious, not really staying close to him, and he's had to come in like uh, a good dad. Ignoring God, maybe? Ignoring God. Putting him to the side, putting other things as more important than their relationship right. with him. Right, right, Yeah, that's so important to him. So he uh, <clears throat> got their attention, <laughs> okay. as he often does as a good father, yeah. so that they'll stop in their tracks. And when the folks did uh, repent and did humble themselves before God and remind themselves of their need for God uh, and turn to Him, then as usual, <clears throat> the Lord was right there ready to swoop them up, give them kisses on their head like you do with a kid, <laughs> and uh, say, okay, let's start over. So this verse is written in... Um, 317 to those who have humbled themselves before God and realize they need him and they've learned not to stray the verse reads the Lord your God is in your midst that's comforting right there sure is <laughs> the mighty one I love that mm -hmm. will save he will rejoice over you with gladness he will quiet you with his love he will rejoice over you with singing Wow, there's so much in there. Such a personal yeah. communication to us from yeah. him. Yeah, it it uh, really divulges. It tells you what's what is God's thoughts towards you. What's His will for you? What's His plan for you? And so, those are exciting things. I can't think of anybody who really would hear that, understand it, and then and not want it. Right. So I think we all like, okay, yeah, that sounds good. I want it. Right. So what's fun about this is these folks have just come through a very difficult time, a time of repentance, a time of humbling themselves, and I'm sure they're nervous, you know. And then the Lord says, the Lord your God is in your midst. I mean, that in itself calms me down. God is with me. God is here. He knows my circumstances. And then says who he is, his character, and he's the mighty one. So we know there's no one above him. Nothing can challenge God once he takes charge. <laughs> right. And we're under the shelter of him, the one who will save. Mm -hmm. So that in itself is just exciting and comforting. Yeah, let me kind of break in here for a moment and uh, tell me what you think about this. Because you, you pointed out a situation where uh, people have moved away from God. Right. And then God now gets their attention. Right. Uh, not for his benefit, benefit, but for theirs. Right. Okay. Uh, this sounds a lot to me like what's happening uh, in our country today. Yes. That God is trying to get our attention. Hello, for your own good. Yes. Turn towards the one who is good. Yeah. Uh, and I think a lot of people are finding that. And finding the second part of that verse, because indeed they have and have been willing and are in the process right now of 
humbling themselves and paying attention to what God would say. And a lot of good follows that. But, okay, here's the question. Is it necessary for hard times to come in order to turn to God? I don't think so. I think that we can ask the Lord, ah, I already value you. I don't trust myself. I don't put my thoughts on circumstances. So I want to stay very close to you so I don't have to go through hard times. Regardless of circumstances. Right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. Uh, you know, this kind of reminds me, the second part reminds me of the prodigal son. <clears throat> oh, really? Yeah, the father okay. loved his boy, and his boy decided, hey, give me my inheritance. In other words, I wish you were dead, Dad, so give me my money, pay up, right? Yeah. And he went off, and he squandered it, and, you know, we we know the story. And if you haven't read it, I think it's in Luke, then read it, please. But it's you can look at it from the father's perspective. You can look at it from the child's perspective and the brother's perspective. But looking from the father's perspective, we're told that he was watching all the time for his son to yeah. come back. And he was pacing. And when he saw his son coming, the son was humbled and he was like, oh, I don't even deserve to go home. How can I look my dad in the eye? You know, and then what does the dad do? He runs. He runs. And it says he <laughs> scooped him up in his arms and he gave him kisses. Didn't he? <laughs> yeah. And gave him kisses on both sides of his face. Him, and he yeah. says, my son was dead and now he's alive and he's home. So yeah. this second part says he will quiet you with his love. So those... Those feelings of not being worthy, those shame, all those things. His love is what is the cure for everything that we need in our life. Mm. <clears throat> to recognize, because we forget of his love. And that's the cure that we need because we so desperately inside need to know that we're loved unconditionally. And God's the only one that can do that for us completely. <laughs> How often do we need that cure? Doctor? All the time. Because <laughs> yes, every day. the world and the enemy and our flesh is screaming at us all the time, you're worthless, you know, whatever. Or our own guilt because we strayed away. And then the last part of this verse says he's going to quiet us down with our love, with his love for us. So we can just feel ourselves sinking into that. And then he says he's going to rejoice over us with singing. So not only has he got us back and he's mm. kissing us and he's happy we're back, but he's going to rejoice. He's going to break out and to rejoice over us with singing. Hmm. What do you see with that? <laughs> well, of course, my mind immediately goes to worship uh -huh. and uh, the church family. And we're all worshiping together. And, uh, of course, the word also tells us that God inhabits the praises of the saints. And it also says here that he's going to rejoice over you and me personally. It's kind of like when we sang happy birthday to Lisa yesterday, right? It was a nice uh, birthday party. Yeah, at the, at the bonfire. But we were rejoicing over her with singing. Yes, we were. <laughs> you know, so he rejoices over yeah. you and I with singing, you know. Happy birthday to you. You came back to me, and now we can go forward. <laughs> and I'm so happy, you know, whatever. But yeah. I, I just think it's cute that he cute and really fun that he says he sings over us yeah you know uh we're, we're told that as uh, jesus left what we call the last supper the passover meal with the disciples that he crossed over the brook kidron they're on their way to the uh, garden of gethsemane where jesus would be arrested but uh, as they're making their way there uh that together they were singing hymns. No, really, I don't remember that. Yeah. And that was a somber occasion for Jesus. Yeah, but there he is singing. 
with the, uh, with his kids. I've often wondered what kind of voice did he have. Yeah. <laughs> he loved them. Yes. He loves us. Yes. Even when we betray him, he loves us, and he's always pulling us back to himself like he did the disciples. Yeah. Like you talked about on Sunday, which he did with Peter. So John chapter 21, if you haven't listened to it yet, that was so sweet. Yes, the restoration. Restoration of Peter. Peter. He went out of his way to come find him and draw him back and reassure him, I'm not done with you, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty fun. Pretty I love to, to meditate on God's heart towards me. <laughs> Read the verse again then for us. Yeah, sure. Okay. It says, The Lord your God in your midst, the Mighty One, will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. Heavenly Father, it is in Jesus' name that we have been here with you in our midst for this devotional time. I ask, Lord God, that, well, if there's any out there that have strayed in any way, that right now they would be drawn in by your love. I thank you, Father, that we can know and experience your love at any moment, at all moments. And that, Lord, you would rejoice over us with singing. Bless each hearer, Lord. Watch over and protect them. I pray this in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Says, amen. Mm -hmm.